I'm Jody Whites, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Hi, welcome back, and I'm so glad that you could join me to listen to this talk about how you can be an amazing listener. I'm Jody White's Results and Success Coach, making your life spectacular when you partner with me. Today, again, we're going to help you become an amazing listener because you're going to find that this really boosts your relationships and also kind of makes you a superhero with the other person you're having to chat or talk with. Whether you're in a relationship with a family member, friends, work colleagues, even relationship, listening may be the greatest contribution that you can bring to that relationship. Active or deep listening is at the heart of every healthy relationship. It's also the most effective way to bring about two parties. Now, when people want to be heard, they tend to be more open, more democratic in their ways, and essentially less defensive. So good listeners refrain from making judgments and provide a safe environment for the two people to share their perceptions. The most important aspect of listening carefully is that we're telling them we care about them and we care about what they're saying. The flip side is also true. When we listen with openness and without criticism, then the chances are they will be more inclined to listen to us in the same way. And that's what we'd like too. Now remember, listening takes practice. The more we do it, the better we get at it, and the more positive our interpersonal relationships will be. John Kabat-Zinn, who wrote the book, Wherever You Go, There You Are, everything takes practice. We just need to keep at it. For the most part, in all relationships, there's one person who speaks and the other who listens, but it's the listener who is potentially listening or not. Many people think that they're better listeners than studies show than they actually are. The goal of deep listening is to acquire information, understand and empathize with a person or their situation and potentially strengthen that relationship. What you are communicating is that you respect and care for that person and are interested in what they have to say. Active listening is about making conscious decisions to hear what people are saying. 
It's about being completely focused on others, their words and their messages without being distracted. And this means not turning your attention to your smartphone and looking away, looking away while they're talking, regardless of the sound notification. One of the most common reasons why people work with coaches is to have their stories heard in order to have a listener. Listening and empathy skills are the hallmarks of good communicators, leaders, and coaches like me. When I listen to clients, they have wanted to come and tell me things that they've been thinking about for a long time. They come to the surface when we're in a coaching session and they have what I call an aha moment, meaning, wow, I've been carrying this around. I never knew what it was, but it was at the tip of my tongue. Finally, it gets spoken and acted on. And that's because I give them the space to tell me what is going on. And frankly, I use these deep listening skills. Think of it in this way. It's like carrying around a bucket all week and collecting different thoughts and emotions. And at some point, they have, they're going to have to be poured out and shared with a trusted person or coach. When listening actively, I apply some sense of logic and are often to make sense and discover their aha moments and we map out the next steps. I have faith that you can also provide this type of support to your relationships when practicing deep listening. I'm going to be talking about some do's and don'ts to become an amazing listener and get tons of bonus points from colleagues, partners, and friends. The first one is about clearing your mind of assumptions. Now, when listening to another person, hold off on making assumptions. Assuming involves having a preconceived conclusion about the information being shared. Now, making unconfirmed assumptions means that really you have stopped listening to the content of what the other person is saying, and you're assuming that what you're thinking is true. So after the person has shared their topic, it's ideal to ask about your assumptions and deeply listen to the answer. You're going to have assumptions, sure, they're going to come up, but when you question, you can actually see if it's true or false. And remember, we're sharing perceptions. So their perception is right and your perception is right. There is no right or wrong when deeply listening. It's just about understanding and getting a feel of what that person has experienced in an event or an exchange. 
Next is stop yourself from interrupting. <laughs> I know I get a lot of that and I hear a lot of that from clients. I just don't want to be interrupted from my partner. Ah, it's true that often we are so consumed with our own thoughts and we can't wait to jump in to speak. Or we find that if we don't say what's on our mind, then we're going to forget what we said. So we need to blurt it out before it disappears. This places more importance on your own thoughts than the other person's. Realize that it's their time and your time to listen fully and not interrupt, even though what you have to say is important. You can write down your own thoughts after the talk or after the person has gotten out what they need to say. You can say, do you mind if I share what I'm thinking? And then you can have a great exchange. But before you do that, you're going to have to repeat what you thought you heard the person say so they are heard and feel listened to about their message. Now, interrupting is a frequent, frequent mistake that many people make, especially if they've known each other for a long time, like a wife or husband or a partnership. And you essentially want to make that person feel valued for their ideas and you want to respect them so don't finish their sentences. Let me repeat that. Don't finish their sentences. Listen fully. Next one is hold back from advising or fixing. Now, unless asked, you should not immediately try to fix the problem or advise the person on what they should do. Listening is not your opportunity to diagnose and distribute wise information to repair the problem. Your ability to listen deeply stops when you're working out solutions in your head. Analyzing someone without being invited to will quickly halt communication and create resentment in the relationships. Now, earlier I said, ask a question. Again, repeat what you thought they said and ask a question. Would you like me to help you to come to some solution uh, or just simply listen and let you download? That's appropriate because you're letting that other person decide what they want from you. The next point is really important. Maybe it's the most important. You're going to need to show empathy. Now, showing empathy is recognizing and sharing understanding of what a person is going through. It allows the other person to be fully heard as you mirror their emotions that arose out of a situation. Saying statements like, I can see how that would be really frustrating for you, or that must have been really disappointing 
shows that you're listening to the emotion behind the words. Also, empathy can be fostered by looking into their eyes when speaking. That can really make them feel heard and help them feel understood. Next is, it's not a competition. So deep listening is not a competition for attention. An example of competing is inserting your experience into the other person's like, oh, you should have heard what happened to me, or I had the same experience, but even worse. Those are not helpful responses when somebody is trying to unburden themselves. Uh, some people may feel that sharing a related story is proof you were listening, but instead it may appear that you're trying to put yourself at the center of attention, which may come across as that you have little interest in what they have to say and in them. So stop it. Next is value their pain. Often an exchange involves retelling a story that involves a person's feeling about getting hurt or in an event that ended in sadness or disappointment. Of course, it's more comfortable to want to forget their pain and lift their spirits, especially if you were involved in this exchange could be, but this is called discounting. When you don't allow that person to fully feel the emotions from a situation that came up. An example of discounting might be saying, oh, don't worry, it's no big deal. Cheer up, it'll be better. If you discount or dismiss the other person's emotions, that person is going to feel undervalued. Now, try to appreciate their perspective and show empathy. Remember before, if the situation included you and you may not have experienced the same way. Again, I'm going to repeat, we are listening to their perceptions, comfortable or not comfortable. Do some deep listening. Now, the last point I'm going to make is the real listening superpower. And I have mentioned it before, but it's so important that I'm going to mention it again. And that is restating the message. After the person has finished delivering their message, repeat the main points. You can say, oh, I'm hearing these points. Oh, I believe I'm understanding that you're feeling this, or I think I'm hearing you say that. There is no better way to make a person feel heard than restating their message. You can give a simple recap of what they said, the emotions they felt, goals didn't happen, what happened in a situation. You don't have to agree with what they're saying, only what you're understanding, what they're saying in their conversation. Now, by using this restating technique, you're going to make certain that you clearly got the message and can also have the opportunity to clear up 
any misheards that you thought you heard. And then they can come back and say, great, you heard it. Or, you know, it wasn't quite that. It, it was really this. And then deeper understanding can really happen at that point. Now, the benefit of great listening skills is a powerful link in connecting two people with different perspectives. And it gives you the opportunity to value them and their ideas. And good communication is vital to a healthy relationship. Being able to openly communicate and also feel that you have been heard is significant to the success of a resilient relationship. Now, when an individual feels understood, an enormous emotional burden is lifted. Stress and defensiveness are reduced and clarity increases between both parties. One of the greatest gifts we can give each other is the gift of our undivided attention and being present with what they have to say. Thanks so much for listening. And if you have any questions or comments, please, by all means, you can email me at either jodywhitescoaching.com or your spectacular life. I love questions. I love problem solving with people. So head on over there and shoot me an email or even a call. Thanks so much. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com. Dot com.